You're listening to a Big Finish production. Memorandum, dated 7th of September 1978, from Agent Jason Vane, Eyes Only. In a life like mine, I don't have time for dreaming. My days are filled with danger, and when night comes, I gratefully accept oblivion. I've not dreamt since my first week at Harrow nearly 30 years ago. But last night, as the Contessa drowsed beside me, I found I dreamed again of the volcano, of the plague, and of Okolov. And though I know that scarred and evil man is dead, although I killed him myself and heard his shriek, I woke from that nightmare with a start to find my housekeeper standing over me with an expression of matronly concern. Oh, dear me, Mr. Vane. You must have been having a fearful bad dream. I, uh, yes, you must be right, Mrs. Kidd. Thought it best to wake you, sir. It's gone, Sarah. So late. The young lady who stayed last night left shortly after dawn. They so often do. I wouldn't know about that, sir. But the day's almost upon us. I'll run you your bath and I'll get you your breakfast. Just the way you like it. Mrs. Kidd, you're a treasure. Oh, bless you, sir. Oh, and Mr. Vane. Yes? I do hope you're quite recovered from your dreams. Mrs. Kidd, I face down assassins and despots of every stripe. I'm trained to kill with the scantiest of resources. A mere bad dream isn't going to cause me much in the way of discomfort. It's just that I've been thinking a lot about dreams lately. And yesterday, this rather odd thought occurred to me. So odd, in fact, I'm not even sure where it came from. Except to say, it struck me that if a country could dream, sir, like we can dream... Then England, England would surely dream of you. Danger, master, danger. I know there's danger, K-9. You're stating the obvious again. What is it now? I thought we just ejected the Cronin wave front. So did I. I mean, we did. But ejecting it forward pushed us in the opposite direction. We're travelling back in time and into something else, some kind of storm. The ship's trying to fight it, but the resulting strain could tear us apart. If I can just manage to restore a semblance of equilibrium. What are you doing now? Details aren't important. What matters is I am trying to save our lives. Seems like whatever it was worked. Did you do something really clever, Doctor? Oh, I say only moderately so. Uh, right. OK, fair enough. You do realise that was meant as a moment of uh, modesty. <laughs> that did cross my mind. And? Still a bit of a work in progress, I think. Master. K-9, what is it now? Unexpected query in my databank. Oh. Origin unknown. Oh. I have a question to ask any proximate carbon-based life forms. <sighs> what is it, K-9? What's going on? Master, mistress, my question to you both is this. Yes. 
what is it like to dream? After I had breakfasted, the day proceeded as had hundreds of its predecessors. I made the same rather tiresome journey into the heart of the city and to my place of employment, that Whitehall wing of British intelligence which, to those of us who count it as the closest thing we have to home, is known, only half-jokingly, as the crash. Miss Pocket was in her usual berth outside the Commodore's office, typing fetchingly. Good morning, Mr Vane. Miss Pocket... You're looking tired, Jason. Something keeping you up at night? Or someone? Only a bad dream, I'm afraid. I thought there had to be some explanation for those bags under your eyes. But a bad dream? That doesn't sound like you at all. I just can't seem to shake it. Maybe I need a distraction. What was your nightmare about? Okolov, I think. Okolov's dead, Jason. You know that. He can't hurt any of us anymore. Okolov's cheated death before. More than once. Not this time. You shut down his rocket with a device you threw together from the boot of a 2CV and then you watched the light in that madman's eyes go out. I know. I know I did. Excuse me. Yes, ma'am? Of course, ma'am. I'll send him straight through. The Commodore will see you now. What sort of mood is the old girl in today? I should say... phlegmatic. Perhaps a little testy, too. Some things never change, eh? Oh, but everything changes in the end, Jason. Nothing in our lives, however much we'd like it to, ever stays quite the same. Dreams, Kano. Why are you asking about dreams? A rather bizarre question, especially coming from a small robotic dog. I repeat, Master, Mistress, what is it like to dream? Are you feeling all right, K9, or am I dreaming? I mean, are you feeling quite well? All systems running normally. This unit has not, repeat, has not been compromised. Yeah, still, it is a bit out of character. That's right, K9. Where did that question come from, and... And why are you asking it now? Unknown. The thought simply appeared in my secretary. It is inexplicable. <laughs> uh, why are you grinning like that, Doctor? It's very distracting, you know. Dr. Master smiles at the thought of this hitherto most reliable unit admitting temporary ignorance. Well, it happens so rarely, doesn't it, K-9? But there is another reason for the smile. And what's that? I find it always helps to grin as broadly as I can when I really start to worry. Your grin is very wide at the moment, so uh, what are you worrying about? Because something is awry with K-9. When we passed through the storm, something must have reached out to him and put that question into his robotic mind. And that's not good. Danger, Master! Danger! What now? The storm has increased its field of influence. We're being dragged back and dragged down! Hold on, everyone, for dear life! As she had on so many previous occasions, the Commodore sat waiting behind her mahogany desk. A photograph of Her Majesty the Queen stood on her left and one of the late Winston Churchill on her right. Everything seemed exactly as it always had before, yet within moments the morning was to become quite unlike any other. Ah, Vane. There you are. You wanted to see me, ma'am. I did. Take a seat. 
Thank you, Mom. Now, look here, Vane. Do you recognize this weapon? No, Mom. I've been keeping hold of it for years, never knowing whether I'd need it one day or not. Looks like an Enfield Mark II handgun, Mom. Battered. Government issue. 39-45 vintage. Frankly, it's rather out of date. I carried it when I worked for the Special Operations Executive during the war. You did, Mom? I was a field agent. Rare for a lady, yes. But they needed me. Spoke fluent French, you see. Never used it, though. The gun, not the French. <laughs> it was a terrible time. And I swore to myself afterwards that I'd do anything it took to avert another such conflict. You have done, Mom. You've served your country with distinction. Have I really? Forgive me, Commodore, but is everything all right? I was expecting you to put me back in the field. Have you not got a mission for me? Oh, I have a mission for you, all right. The last mission. Mom? We've done this too many times, you and I. This dance of death. Mom, might I ask you please to put the revolver down? I've been lying to you. Lying to all of you for years. Just after the war, jaded and disconsolate, I was recruited by the Kremlin. And for three decades I've been their creature right here at the very heart of British intelligence. No, that can't be true. I'm sorry. I've never been exactly what I seem to be. But then, Jason Vane, neither have you. Commodore, no! This is your final mission. Bury me in secret, then find Okulov. But Okulov's dead. No. He lives. The scarred man still lives on Fever Island. No, Mom, no! Jason, I heard... Oh, no, what? I'm afraid we've all been laboring under something of a delusion. Miss Pocket, I need you to stay calm and do two things for me. Anything. First, make arrangements for a discreet funeral and an unmarked grave. After that, book me a plane ticket. Where to, sir? Why, to a little place called Fever Island. Is everyone all right? This unit is undamaged. To shaken. I've gone through worse. I did my best to slow our descent, so did the TARDIS. But this is where the storm set us down, and also, I think, where it originated. And where is here, exactly? Mm, no idea. Shall we take a look? Seems rather windswept and bleak. Pretty unappealing. Is it Scotland? Mistress is correct. Oh? TARDIS has landed on tiny Hebridean landmass known as Fever Island. Fever Island? Canine? Did, did you say Fever Island? Correct, Master. Designation identified as Fever Island. You know the name? No, I've never heard of it in my life. But it doesn't sound terribly friendly now, does it? No, it doesn't sound friendly at all. Ah, so we should leave then. Get back to the 41st century and deal with the syndicate? Oh, I'd very much like to, Anne, but I'm not sure we can. If this is where the storm originated, we'd be taking off directly into it, and that could do untold damage to the TARDIS. 
We were lucky to survive crossing that maelstrom once. A second attempt might be pushing it. So we need to investigate the storm? In a nutshell, yes. Okay, if you're sure. So, when are we exactly? Um, it looks like the autumn of 1978. Your own time, Anne. Well, yeah, it must be. H home, I suppose. And this is interesting. In real terms, six hours have passed since that storm began. Master, mistress, I have new thoughts. I wish now to share them. You shouldn't be having new thoughts, K-9. This is all getting very peculiar. We are such stuff as dreams are made on. And our little life is rounded with a sleep. K-9, you're quoting Shakespeare to us. Words appeared in my databank without reason or cause. That's worrying. What's the matter with him? Well, either he's acquired a taste for high culture, or else things are rather worse than I feared. K-9, where are these words coming from? I do not know, but I wish to understand the nature of imagination and fantasy. The power of make-believe. Doctor, is he having some sort of breakdown? Uh, anything's possible. But I rather think it's all connected. The storm, canine's behavior, and our landing here on Fever Island. We are caught in a web of interrelated incident. Which is a clever way of saying we're potentially in a lot of trouble. Possibly. So what do we do? We go outside, we investigate, we find answers, and do whatever we can to help. Master, I will accompany If whatever's influencing you is out there, K-9, I don't want to risk exposing you to any more of its influence. I understand, Master. I accept the ruling. Anne, come with me. We have an island to explore. Ah! Fresh, clean air. Marvellous for the lungs. Oh, a bit nippy. Barren and desolate. Guano, thistle and rock. So how did that storm originate from here, I wonder? Let's take a look around before I get hypothermia. Quite right. Let's head inland. That direction, I think. Why, there in particular. Take a look at the horizon. Uh, yeah. What's that? What does it look like to you? Some sort of ruin? Very old. A, I don't know, a castle? Castle, citadel, call it what you will. Can't be more than a couple of miles... And as a fresh afternoon, a good stiff walk does wonders for the calves. This way. <laughs> Search databanks for all references to dream and dreaming. Cross-reference with query as to reason but its unit's sudden interest in these topics. Zero results. Repeat. Zero results. Matter remains inexplicable. 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 You're worried about K9, aren't you? Of course I'm worried about K9. You've got no idea why he's been so weird? No idea whatsoever. But his computer brain is vastly complex. Maybe that's made him vulnerable to... I don't know, something malign. I'm just guessing, of course. Maybe we'll find the solution in that ruin. Or perhaps we'll find it entirely deserted. A nest for seabirds and a dwelling place for bears. Bears? I thought you said it was 1978. So I did, and so it is. 
They won't have been any bears in Scotland for ten centuries or so. But I met a bear once, you know, just outside Glasgow, around the turn of the last millennium. They called the city Clotogenium then. I was wearing a different body in those days. It was a bit of a tight fit, I remember. Is that really true, Doctor? Of course it's true. At least I think it's true, or perhaps I don't know. Perhaps I dreamed it. Not long now, less than a mile. On we go, and... Inhabited. Looks like it's not been lived in for years. Yet I have an uncanny sense that we are being watched. From inside the citadel? I'm not sure. And something else, closer. Some other pair of eyes. Behind us, you mean? Or at least for the last half mile or so. I'm surprised you didn't notice. I did notice, actually. So, what do we do? I always find it's best to be upfront about these things. Let's stop here. Take a breather. Someone. You can come out now, whoever you are. You know, it's really rude to trail after people without so much as an introduction. I mean, there's literally only one rock you can be hiding behind. Doctor, we were right. There he is. Good afternoon. Marvellous to make your acquaintance. Who are you? I'm the Doctor, and this is my friend Anne Kelso. Doctor, his clothes. A tuxedo, yes, certainly an unusual choice. Yeah, but look, it's tattered bloodstained. The name's Vane. Jason Vane. Of Her Majesty's Secret Service. Pleased to meet you, Jason. You'll have to forgive my appearance. I usually like to dress for dinner. But the past six hours have been more than a little trying. I understand. It's so difficult to stay smart in a place like this. So, what happened here six hours ago? That's when I arrived. On Fever Island. And that's when I first passed into the mist. The mist? But it's a clear day. Take it from me. It's more changeable than it looks. But who are you exactly? Are you working for him? Working for who? Okolov. Did Okolov send you? Absolutely not. I resent that implication. Besides, I've never heard of Okolov. He's a genius. An evil genius. Mm, I've met one or two of those of my time. What does he want, this Okolov of yours? Absolute control and domination of this planet. And he'll do whatever it takes to achieve that goal. Sounds a right tree. I thought I'd killed him. In the volcano at Raozu. I know it well. But somehow he survived. Somehow he's planning to move against civilization again. And it's all connected with whatever's going on in that citadel. I see. Hmm. Well, we were just about to go and take a look inside. If that's any help. Doctor, Anne... I don't know who you are or what you're doing here, but trust me, we're all in the most terrible danger. We've done it again, Dr. Persklove. The aperture is starting to open now. Yes, but Dr. Jessel, we have a problem. Whatever the issue is, you have my full authority to take all necessary steps to resolve it. But this is unprecedented. 
please tear your eyes from that machine and take a look at this. This machine represents the triumph of my career. But there are strangers out there, three of them, and they're heading our way. What? Show me. There. You see? Well, who are they? I've no idea. They just appeared out of nowhere. Civilians, aren't they? Is that one wearing a tuxedo? It doesn't matter. They're here of their own volition. They must have known the island was uninhabited. But we're going to stop the experiment. Why? We've already had some success today. We've opened the aperture. We don't need to do it twice. I insist that we proceed. Those are innocent people. We can't risk exposing them to the mist. They're present at their own risk. I disagree. Let's get them out of harm's way. We can try again another time. No, you know we have only the most narrow window of opportunity. I will not throw away decades of planning because of this minor hiccup. It's not a hiccup. While we've been wasting time in conversation, the aperture has almost fully opened. But we don't yet understand the properties of the mist. We don't know what it might do to human subjects. Then it'll be useful for us to find out. No! Dr. Perslov, Caroline, please. We've come this far, you and me, and now the aperture is entirely open. Then we must close it before the mist escapes. Too late now. The mist is already starting to flow through. of highly toxic gaseous substance from structure designated Citadel. Need to aid Dr. Master? Overrides previous instruction to remain on board. TARDIS doors opening. This unit departing. Urgency level extreme. Do you know what's happening in there, Mr. Vane? Do you know what they're up to? Not yet, but it'll be top secret black ops stuff. And they've rigged the entire island. Rigged? How do you mean? They even have control of the clouds. Uh, The clouds? And beneath our feet. Can't you feel them? Those pipes. Fascinating. It's all a trap, of course. Bread and butter for friend Okolov. Who is this Okolov, exactly? And where did he come from? KGB, to start with. Until he watched his wife burn, tried to save her and got that nasty scar of his. Afterwards, he went rogue. Abandoned his only son and decided to conquer half the planet and destroy what he couldn't enslave. Why? What does he want? Revenge? Does he really think he could do a better job than all the elected politicians? Do you know, Anne? I was never quite sure. That always seemed a bit vague to me. Oh, me. This isn't good at all. Doctor, what are you doing down there? Mr Vane was quite right. Something artificial has been installed here. Pipeware. See? Jets. Nozzles of some kind, as if to expel... gas. Not gas. Mist. Oh, no. There's your mist. Mr. Vane, do you know what this is? Have you seen it before? I think it's what they're working on in there. A poison of some kind. Quickly, don't breathe it in, either of you. If we move fast, we can still outpace it. Come on! Run! Run! Intriguing. They're running away, as if they sense danger. Do they really think they'll be able to outpace it? Do you know what I think? I think you're pleased this has happened. I think you can't wait to see what the mist will do to them. Almost certainly guilty as charged, but then what proper, wholly dedicated scientist wouldn't feel exactly the same? Do you have any idea what it is, Doctor? It's like a rolling fog bank, moving far quicker than any natural mist. It reminds me, yes, of mustard gas, quick boys, and ecstasy of humbling. If we can just get to the sea, 
may be there, it'll disperse before it reaches us. We have to keep moving. We can do rather better than that, Mr. Vane. I came here in a machine. No creeping mist, not even Scott's mist, can penetrate my TARDIS. Master, mistress, danger, danger, danger. What on earth is that? K-9, I told you to stay in your kennel. Apologies, Master, I detected the immediate release of a toxic substance. Thank you, K-9, but your warning's come a bit late. Apologies, mistress. Be careful. The ground's uneven. Turn back, K-9, hurry. Keep running, you two. I'll write K-9. We'll be just behind you. But you won't have time. Doctor, the mist is gaining on us. Go on, you two. Go on. Come on, Anne. We need to keep running. Doctor! Doctor! <gasps> too late. No, it's too late. They've been swallowed up by it. Mr. Vane, wait. Stop. Stop. Hang on. The mist has... It sort of stopped moving. Memorandum dated 8th of September 1978 from Agent Jason Vane. Eyes only. What are you talking about? Who are you talking to? And so it was on Fever Island that I met again my oldest and most ruthless foe, that cold-hearted killer and implacable enemy of all mankind, Okulov. What do you mean? There's nobody here. Unless... Oh, oh! The Doctor and Canine, thank God. They're coming out of here. Do you still not understand, Anne? Didn't I tell you? This place is a trap. Doctor, what's happened to you? You've got a scar and your hair. Okulov. Ah, my dear Mr. Vane, how very fitting it is for the two of us to meet once more here on Fever Island. What's happened to you? What's made you into this? I knew you weren't dead. I knew it. For once, your decadent Western paranoia was quite correct. Happily, my death was exaggerated, but yours, I fear, shall be anything but. I have a new pet now. His name is Cerberus. What the hell? I suppose, Okolov, that you're deluded enough to expect me to offer my immediate and unconditional surrender. Not at all, Mr. Bain. All I expect of both of you is to die. Horribly. Under the scream. What the hell? I suppose, Okolov, that you're deluded enough to expect me to offer my immediate and unconditional surrender. Not at all, Mr. Bane. All I expect of both of you is to die. Horribly. Under the scream. And Aperture 
closed. How far has the mist extended this time? Almost across the entire island. That's so much further than this morning. And what's happening outside with our unwitting subjects? The mist's affecting them. Changing them. I could shoot you now, or else I could set my dog upon you. But that would be too easy. You deserve to suffer for your temerity in thwarting my plans with such irritating frequency. Coming from you, Okolov, I consider that a badge of honor. Nothing in my career has given me more pleasure than to have stopped you on so many occasions. What is the matter with you two? And what's happened to K9? This is... It's like a dream. Bonkers. This can't be right. Dr. Jessup. Somehow. Good grief. The aperture's opening again. You said that couldn't happen. It's speeding up. Then what's our next move? I really don't want to have to do it, but activate the atmospheric controls. Use the clouds. You see, Mr. Vane, even the elements applaud your execution. Well, that came out of nowhere. I've never seen a storm arrive that quickly before. It's the people from the Citadel. I told you. They control the clouds. Now they're making it rain. Why would they do that? After I have left you to your delectably lingering fate, I shall turn my attention once more to the salvation of the human race. I intend, first of all, to weaken the resolve of the degenerate West by viral means. I shall halve the population before, at last, I make my move to obtain ultimate, yes, ultimate control over all who live and... They've lost consciousness. It seems the rain saved our bacon, at least for now. Perskolov, I want you to go outside, bring in our inadvertent test subjects. Let's get them in here under proper laboratory conditions for observation and... And to a place of safety. That's what you meant to say, isn't it? Yes, of course. So, will you do it? Okay. Take one of the rifles, and good luck. Nothing about this whole thing makes sense. You said you worked for British intelligence. I'm the best of my profession. The most resourceful agent the service possesses. Well, you don't seem to have achieved all that much here now, do you? Uh, Anyway, what are we going to do with the Doctor and K-9? Given the limited nature of their exposure, I think they have a chance of full recovery. Exposure to what? But I'll need to bring them inside now. Who are you? I'm Dr Caroline Persklove. You're from the Citadel. That's correct. So you're working for him? For Okolov? Who on earth is Okolov? I'm afraid your ignorance fails to convince. I don't know, she seems pretty sure to me. Much as I'd love to stand out here chatting, we don't have much time. You two, take the man and the dog and come with me. And if we refuse? I'm armed, whereas you, despite the extraordinary nature of your claims, are not. So come with me, now. Memorandum. Trapped on Fever Island, we cut a strange group. Me and the comely woman called Anne, lifting the prone body of Okolov between us, hard on the heels of that chilly beauty who'd given her name as Purr's Glove. 
Rifle slung carelessly over one shoulder, she cradled in her arms the body of that vicious pet. And as I watched her walk, I considered what a lucky dog he was. Do you mind? We can hear you, you know. Chilly beauty. Lucky dog. You do know you're talking absolute nonsense. I thought you said you worked for British intelligence. I did. I do. Dr Persklov, this mist, how can it have done what it did to the doctor? I don't have a full explanation yet. But is it safe? Precipitation is negating its effects, so as long as this rain keeps up, I think we'll be fine. Oh, no. Ah. Come on, ladies. Come on. No. This shouldn't be happening. Not like this. Dr Jessel? Ah, Persglow. There you are. I'd like to know exactly who you are. And I'd like to know exactly what you think you're doing, blundering about my island. Uh, I'm a police officer, as it happens. Is this place yours? Or rather, are the deeds in question held by a certain gentleman named Okolov? Who is this? He says he's some sort of secret agent. I am. I am a secret agent. Really? Who do you work for? MI5? MI6? Neither. I'm Jason Vane, chief field agent for an organization we call the Kresh. For years, the Commodore was the head girl and perky Miss Pocket was our secretary. Oh. Saying all that out loud, it, it sounds rather absurd, doesn't it? Uh, pretty much, yeah. But it's my life. Why should it sound that way? Wait, wasn't there another man with you? Another... Man. He passed out when the rain began. We left him to recuperate in the antechamber. And now you may consider me fully restored. Oh, Doctor! K-9! Hello, Anne. In fact, you can consider both of us fully restored. Isn't that right, K-9? Are you sure you're both back to normal? As sure as any of us can be about normality. All functions normal. But you were... I saw you. You were someone else. Someone I hated. Well, yes, perhaps I was, but that was just for a while. I felt rather as I imagine a marionette must feel as its hollow wooden limbs are jerked up and down. It was a very strange experience, wasn't it, K-9? Most peculiar, Master. Now, who's in charge here? Dr. Leon Jessel, I'm in charge. Are you now? And do you claim to be a police officer, too? No, 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 that's just my friend Anne here, but she's off duty. What precisely do you think you're playing at on Fever Island, Jessel? What is that mist? I'd hazard a guess. It's not of any terrestrial origin. Truth is, Doctor... First glove. We don't exactly know what it is. Oh, well, that sounds very scientific, I must say. Well, essentially you're meddling with something you don't understand. Something that could be diabolically dangerous. What are you a doctor of, might I ask? Today, Jessel, I'm a doctor of helping you to stay alive. And given that I've just spent a decidedly uncomfortable 15 minutes as some kind of penny-dreadful villain... I would very much like to hear some answers right now. What's that? First glove. Right. Um, I'm afraid we've got another problem. In fact, we've got two problems. What's that supposed to mean? Scientist first glove is correct. Atmosphere outside this structure is growing increasingly hostile to the continuance of life in its current form. And not only that, the alarm tells us that the tripwire has been activated. There's a stranger out there. Somebody else is on this island. Oh, yes. I... I'd forgotten about that. Forgotten about what?
Hello? Hello? Is anybody there? Look, there was a, a shipwreck. This fog. If there is someone there, and I appreciate it's rather difficult to see much more than a yard ahead at the moment, I really would appreciate it if you'd show yourself. I've been wandering around for hours. The situation is pretty flipping serious. Uh, who's that? Uh, who's there? Uh, look, what's happening here on Fever Island? Out there right now, some poor innocent is blundering into danger. So, Dr. Purseglove, if you don't know what it is... Do you at least know where this mist is coming from? Don't tell him. We don't know who this man is. Actually, I generally find it's best to make a full and frank confession. The mist is... well, it's... Go on. As far as we can tell, it's... Yes? From another dimension. Perslav, no! Another dimension? How can you possibly have been so foolish? Foolish? How dare you? This has been the result of decades of research at the very frontier of human understanding. Oh, dear, that bad, eh? Six hours ago, we created a tiny aperture in the very fabric of reality. Subsequently, this substance came through. The mist? Yes. The aperture closed almost at once so that only a little of the mist escaped. This afternoon, however, we created another somewhat larger aperture and now... And now you can't seem to close it at all. Now it's opening itself. Am I right? Supposition contains 98% probable truth, Master. And this mist of yours, it seems in some fashion to warp reality as we know it. Is that correct? That's a, certainly a strong hypothesis. If the theory fits the fact, Dr. Jessel. Vane? Yes, Doctor? You said you arrived on this island six hours ago. That's correct. And, Dr. Persglove, that was also when you first opened the aperture with whatever horribly dangerous technology you've developed and brought this mist through. It was. Ah, well. I've been inside that mist. It turned me into something else, and K-9 too, but curiously, Anne, not you. I didn't get as close as you. I suppose not. Still, I have an inkling of what it is we're dealing with, and I think K-9 got a sniff of it earlier. You mean dreams? This other dimension has got something to do with dreams. Is that even possible? I'm afraid so, and in the worst way. And Mr. Vane? Yes, Doctor? Brace yourself for a shock. I'm afraid I don't believe you're really a spy at all. Why on earth would you say that? Because you are, forgive me, ridiculous. You're a piece of fantasy, pure escapism. Well, hang on. Yes, I mean, I know there are maybe a few, well, um, unexplained elements in my story, but... I think you're an innocent bystander, Vane, someone who came to this island by mistake and who got caught up in the mist earlier in the day. And when the mist found him, it sort of fed on him somehow. On his dreams and on his fantasies, yes, on what he wanted to be, and what he's always wanted to be, a secret agent, a super spy. It wasn't real, was it? None of it. Okolov... The crash. I'm sorry, Mr. Vane. How do I even know Vane's my real name? I'm afraid it seems increasingly unlikely that it isn't. Look down at your tuxedo. It's changing back into what it used to be. A cagoule. Mm. 
a green cagoule. You even look different, not so cruel. Yes, kinder somehow, sweeter. I'm starting to remember. We were in a boat, the mist, a shipwreck. You said we. You weren't alone. There was a friend with me. Oh, sorry, I'm suddenly feeling terribly faint. Stay with us, Mr. Vane. This other person, the mist transformed you into Vane and me into Okulov. So how might it transform your companion? I don't know. Think, man. Well, there was... Yes? You'll think it's silly. Hasn't stopped you so far. Shh, and so vain, you imagined a role for this friend of yours in your story, didn't you? Yes. I imagined once that Okolov should have a son... A great disappointment to his father, so much so, in fact, that he would be deliberately infected with a new strain of, well, instantaneous bubonic plague. Oh, dear. You and your imagination. (laughs) Oh. Oh. Father, why have you done this? I've always tried to serve you faithfully, to work in submission to your design. And how have I been rewarded with this, these pustules and boils, this awful burning? And yet, I know, I know in your own peculiar way that you do love me. And so, I must execute your wishes, seek out your enemies, and before I die, infect them. Ow! Doctor? Just a twinge in my head. I... a pressure. It's as if... uh... Doctor, be careful! No! You should take care, Mr. Vane. You should take care to tell me the full truth, or else I see you drawn and quartered. Doctor, please, fight it! I want you to know this is not what we thought it would do. I don't think you knew what you were doing. It's fascinating, don't you think? Fascinating and bizarre. Ah, but I sense upon the wind the approach of my son. The boy's a fool. Yet in his passing, he shall have his uses. Can't you sense it, you running dogs of the West? He brings death. Glorious, scarlet death. I'm coming, Father. I'm coming to spread... The beautiful agony of your word. I bring, as you commanded, the cleansing wisdom of the plague. Sorry. This is all too much. I feel faint. Persklov, catch him before he falls! Got you. Put him down on that... Chaise long. Be careful, that's an antique. Ah, but his is merely a temporary respite from pain. When he wakes, the agony will begin anew. 
and once I have luxuriated in his execution, I shall initiate the next phase of my scheme. It begins here, on Fever Island, with a new Black Death, when I take control upon an international scale. When, uh... Ow! Apologies, Master. K9? This unit means to interrupt reversion by means of electrical current applied to Dr. Master's prefrontal cortex. You miserable absurdity. You reasonable piece of scrap tin. Uh-oh! Old friend. Oh, really, K9? There's no need for that. I was already restored. Apologies, Master. This unit had to be entirely certain that the reversion had been stopped. Mm, well, it had been. Thank you. Look at the screen. The stranger, the man outside. He's almost here. And the mist is pouring through. She's right. It's surrounded the citadel. It's working its way inside. And this time there'll be no way to stop it. Are you sure? If you pierce reality, you need to be an expert. And this lash-up sounds distinctly amateur to me. There are untold terrible forces trapped in the bottomless hollows between dimensions. Release them, and they behave like air filling a vacuum. The ancients tell of whole star systems consumed like this. So how do we stop it? We have to find a way to permanently close this wanton puncture that you so delicately called an aperture. But we can't. Not with our machinery. Ever since we opened it, it's been beyond our control. Hello? Commodore? Mom? Ah, Mr. Vane. There you are. I was starting to wonder what happened to you. I was in the field, Mom. Besides, I did rather think you were dead. Oh, that was all just a misunderstanding. Commodore? Yes, Agent Vane? I'm dreaming, aren't I? I'm afraid that assessment is correct. Nonetheless... Yes, ma'am? England expects, you know. How would you like one last mission? Doctor, can't you... I don't know, lash up a gizmo or something? Chances of successful technological improvisation, 3,2217 to 1. Wait, on the scanner. I think I can see him. The stranger, the, the plague carrier. Dr. Purseglove. Yes? Show me your dimension puncturing machine. Of course. Come here. Anne, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. How did you come to be here, Anne? Here on Fever Island, of all places? Our ship crash-landed. There was some sort of storm. Come to think of it, it was probably your experiments which caused it, wasn't it? Yes, I'm afraid you may well be right. This is how we did it, Doctor. The device opened a subatomic gap in the space between this dimension and another. Impressive. Such a shame that humanity's ingenuity is so rarely matched by its common sense. You speak as though you're not human yourself. But what you've unleashed here is clearly something capable of altering the fabric of reality itself. Who knows whom it will come into contact with next? Imagine the world shaped according to the fantasies of a psychopath or some frothing demagogue. Imagine the nightmares that would be unleashed. Before I accept any further duties, ma'am, there's something I have to know. And what is that? Who am I? Really? Before I was exposed to the mist? That information's classified. How can my own identity be classified? Top secret, I'm afraid. Need to know. Well, surely... Surely I need to know. Doctor, the stranger's at the gate. He can force the lock. He can get inside. 
What was this machine for, Dr. Persglove? What were you trying to achieve? We only wanted to expand the horizons of scientific knowledge. You, uh, no, that's uh, not quite right. Dr. Jessel, let me guess. You only get money for a massive setup like this from the military, don't you? Ah, of course. Jessel, you thought you were creating a weapon. What? But I. Something to disorientate an enemy, not destroy it. But yes, it's true. The military consented to fund my experiments when I presented them with the hypothesis and the results of my earliest experiments in the field. So all of this mess is my fault. And it's my responsibility Wait a minute, to... where are you going? Oh, my dear, I've made my choice. I'm going to face that poor man out there. I'm going to face the mist. But why? Doctor, I know when I'm outclassed. I can see you know far more about this than I could ever, ever dream of. If anyone can stop it, you can. I'll provide a distraction, hold things back a while. Don't be a fool, Goodbye, man. Goodbye, Caroline. Jessel, no! Was he right, Doctor? Can you stop it? Well, if nothing else, the poor fellow's bought me some thinking time. You're really going to insist on this, aren't you? I am, ma'am, yes. Very well. Our records would seem to indicate that your real personality is that of a man on holiday with a friend. Taking a boat from the mainland, you found yourselves shipwrecked on Fever Island. You got lost and succumbed to the mist. I see, ma'am. Thank you. So I've got nothing whatsoever to do with the intelligence game. You're a supply teacher who lives in a bed-sit in Kentish Town. You're devoted to cheap spy fiction of the pulpiest kind, and your real name is Clive. I see. Was that helpful? Most helpful. Thank you, ma'am. It's made clear to me exactly what it is I have to do now. Now then, let's see. What are you going to do? See if I can expand the edges of the puncture. It might just be possible. Sounds like it'd make things worse. Not if I can stress the edges with quantum string to knit a kind of cone He's to... reached the end of the corridor. The mist is coming towards him. Ah, there you are. The mist and the man who was changed by it. You are an enemy of my father? I'm afraid I don't think your father's real. Or you. Not the way you are now. You lie. I really don't. Please, you have to try to fight this infection. You're not Okolov's son. There is no Okolov. This whole business was caused by my curiosity. No good. It won't work. Horrible. He died so quickly. 
exactly. Doctor? The plague must be transmitted almost instantaneously. Quite impossible, of course. Isn't that so, Mr. Vane? No. He's come round. This person has been regaining consciousness for the past 23 seconds. I see now. I understand. On your feet, Mr. Vane. Look lively. My name's not Vane. It's Clive. I'm a tourist. Just a tourist called Clive. Well, Clive, I'm afraid you're our only hope. What do you mean? I mean, Jessel's faith in me was sadly misplaced. Our only chance is to use the power of the mist itself. The power of the mist? What, dreams? You want to close the aperture with a made-up story? My dear Dr. Perslov, never underestimate the power of a good yarn. Isn't that right, Clive? I've no idea what... I think you know someone who'll be able to whip up exactly what we need without so much as breaking a sweat. You mean... Jason Bain's super spy? You want me to go out there and let myself be transformed back into him by the mist? Then what? Then you ask yourself, what would Jason Vane do to solve this problem? Doctor, the mist is so unpredictable. We don't know what it will do now. I know exactly what it will if we don't stop it. Pour through and engulf the solar system. Why should it stop there? I remember. I know what he'd do. What he always does. Are you sure you want to do this, Mr Vane? Uh, I mean, Clive? Good luck, Jason. Your country's counting on you. For Queen and Country. Well, this is it. Come out! You can't lurk in the mist forever! <laughs> Jason Vane, we meet again. I'm not vain. At least, not quite yet. I remember you now. Desmond. That was your name. And we were friends. I'm so sorry this has been done to you. The plague is tearing me apart. I'm, I'm dying. I know. I'll remember you. I promise. If we get out alive, I will remember you. The mist all around us. Come to mask my final paroxysms. More than that, it means to transform me. Do you know, Desmond, I can't really remember how happy I ever was as Clive. But I do know that Vane, despite it all, the girls and the cars and the gadgets and the guns, he was utterly, thoroughly miserable. Anyway, here we go. I only hope, having summoned him up, that he'll be able to... Oh, no! No! Why does it have to hurt so much? Doctor, the mist's still pouring through. There seems to be no end to it. There very possibly isn't. What on earth do you expect Clive or Jason to do? The name's Vane. Jason Vane. And you civilians better get out of here now. Um, why? Because any minute this place is going to get blown sky high. Uh I thought that might be your solution, Mr. Vane. And that's a good thing? The only way to close the aperture now is to convert all the matter in the immediate area into pure energy. Uh, An explosion, you mean? Yes. But there's nothing here that could create an explosion that powerful. I know, nothing real, anyway. 
But Jason Vane is a man with a remarkable, some might say improbable, others might even say impossible degree of ingenuity. Show me what we have here in the way of resources. <sighs> Wires, uh, glasses, a pair of pliers, a, a stationary cupboard, a Bunsen burner and a chaise long. Throw in my expensive wristwatch tagged as a timer and I call that plenty to be getting on with. And Dr. Purseglove? Yes? When this is all over, I wonder if you'd care to have a drink with me. I know the most charming little place in Lausanne. Save the flirtation for later. Really? Well, if I must. Now then, let's see what we can do. That mist really is making his fantasy real. It's an extra-dimensional power that could destroy all life here on Earth and beyond. We are just using it to our own advantage for a moment. Pretty clever. Will it work? Let's hope so. Right, it's done. The time is set for just a little under three minutes. I suggest we indulge in some robust cardiovascular exercise. Dr. Perslove? Mr. Vane? Take my hand and let's run. Come on! This is the last memorandum of Agent Jason Vane. I rigged the explosion and, hand in hand with the lissom Dr. Perslove, I ran out of the citadel to safety. On the way, we passed the bodies of Dr. Jessel and of Okolov's son. Behind us, we heard the explosion and we felt the ground shudder. We fled headlong into the mist, which, cut off from its source, seemed now completely powerless. Or so I thought. I soon found my steps faltering and my thoughts becoming confused until I tumbled into darkness. The last voice I heard was that of the doctor. Do you know, Agent Vane, for a spy, you're not such a bad fellow. Not such a bad fellow at all. And when I woke up, everything had changed. What? What's this? Where am I? This, Clive, is where you live. We've brought you home. But... This doesn't look like Chelsea. Where are we? Kentish Town. It's a tiny little flat. Oh, I don't know. It's got a certain bijou charm. Certainly a lot smaller than your, um, TARDIS, Doctor. Yes, probably best you forget about that. I can't promise anything. What are you talking about? Space in this dwelling consistent with adequacy for a biped of your size. I rather like it. Do you, Dr. Persglove? Call me Caroline. I'm back, aren't I? I mean, as Clive, not as the man I dreamed of being. You're back to being who you ought to be, a real flesh-and-blood person, not a collection of clichés. Besides, I think I rather prefer Clive to Jason. Do you? Do you really? Yes, well, all this is desperately charming, but we really must be off. Come along, Anne. Bye. Bye. Wait a minute. The military aren't going to be very happy about all that money they spent going up in smoke. And what about Desmond? How will I explain that? Well, since the whole of Fever Island's mass has now been converted into a permanent dimensional puncture repair kit... You mean it no longer exists? I did have a funny feeling the few people in high places who did know about that probably illegal weapons project will be only too pleased never to talk about it again. I have that funny feeling too, Anne. (laughs) Bye-bye. Well... Well... Listen, could I buy you breakfast? There's a cafe round the corner. My treat. 
That sounds lovely. And, if I might say so, wonderfully normal. Yes. I don't know about you, but after Fever Island, after everything that happened, and poor Desmond... Well, I think I'm more than ready for a good, clean dose of reality. Now then, we've got a syndicate to deal with. Isn't that right, K-9? Do you think Perzglove and Clive will be happy together? Oh, I'm fairly certain, yes. You old romantic you. Oh, I wouldn't say that. It's just that I met their great-granddaughter once. Or I will do. Charming girl. Terribly brave. I'm just going to assume you're joking. <laughs> Here we are. K-9, you were asking before about dreams, about fantasy and reality. That was a malfunction, Master, caused by the release of semi-sentient mist from an aberrant dimension. Oh, we know that. Don't we know that, Anne? But, K-9, you sounded so curious, as if as if it really were something you wanted to try to understand. Some curiosity persists, Mistress. No doubt a consequence of exposure to the mist. Oh, no doubt it is. But do you really want to know what I think? Affirmative, Master. As if we have a choice. (laughs) (laughs) A wise man once said that humanity can only stand a little reality. Our dreams, our fantasies, our imagination, these are the things which help to keep us sane, to understand what it is to be human. And if those dreams, like Clive's, are sometimes foolish or fanciful, or even ridiculous, that doesn't make them any less important in the end, because... Without our dreams, what are we? Mortal. But we are mortal, Doctor. Even you. Oh, perhaps that might be just a rumour. But through dreams, or at least through the right dreams, any one of us might live forever. Listening to Doctor Who, The Fourth Doctor Adventures, The Syndicate Master Plan, Fever Island by Jonathan Barnes. The Doctor was played by Tom Baker, Anne Kelso, Jane Slavin, K9, John Leeson, Jason Vane, Gethin Anthony, Dr. Leon Jessel, David Rintel, Miss Pocket and Dr. Caroline Persgrove, Betris Jones, The Commodore and Mrs. Kidd, Carolyn Seymour, Desmond Ketley, Barnaby Edwards. Other parts played by members of the cast. Script editor John Dorney. Producer David Richardson. Director Nicholas Briggs. Executive producers Nicholas Briggs and Jason Hay Gallery. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions. Doctor Who, The Fourth Doctor Adventures, The Syndicate Master Plan, Volume 2, The Perfect Prisoners. What do you know about The Syndicate? The Syndicate? Yes, yes. Talk to me. Ah, we were hoping you might do that. 
You're not getting away, you know. You might as well give up. Never. The evidence suggests that Zephon was murdered on Kemble. Someone may be onto us. I suppose. This must be dealt with. I know. Hurry up, K9. Do you want these robots to kill me? I've stopped. See? I've stopped. Apart from flicking this switch. Excuse me. You, you look worked to the bone. All of you do. Don't be ridiculous. It's true. I recognize slave labor when I see it. Wait. Do you hear that? Yeah. Yes, your fate is sealed, Doctor. You, human female. You're working these people to death and they don't even know it. Who are you talking about? There's no one there. No one... Of course. Big Finish. We love stories.